not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. There's a lot not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. There's a lot for giving me a reason to laugh every day. You know, if you if you vote for this man, you got something wrong with you. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend, tagging, liking, subscribing. Man, my show blew up yesterday on YouTube. I think I got like 600 views, which for me is a pretty good uh, one-day event. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who is watching on Twitter, new subscribers. Man, that's so awesome. I'm really glad you are here. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put in HGBT in the memo field like you see in that mug right there. And you will get that mug for free. Get $100 off our conference coming up in October in Tennessee. You will get tons of great content. I think they even have a Fight, Laugh, Feast shirt right now for you. And most of all, you'll be supporting us to proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. We do not have classes on economic intercourse, though. I, I'm sorry. I, I've been trying to get them to teach a course on economic intercourse, but I just can't, I just can't get them to do it. I don't know why. I, in all of my graduate classes, my economic classes, we talked about it all the time economic intercourse. It was foundational to how we understand global economies. It's how we understand trade. But we just don't have it. But you could get other great content. How does anyone think that voting for that man is a good idea? How does anyone think that that was a good idea to make him the nominee? Man. Oh, Bernie Sanders supporters, you must be going nuts. Must be going nuts. Speaking of that, we have a Bernie Sanders supporter clip today from Joe Rogan where he defeats himself in his own argument, which is really interesting about universal basic income. Nancy Pelosi, the one and only, is trying to get that universal basic income now. See, that's the thing is they know that you can't uh, run against Santa Claus and they want to give you as much as they can to get you hooked on the government teats. And so that you will be beholden to them. And hey, if they could tell you to stay in your homes and you do it, why don't they think that uh, you can get bought off as well? I mean, the Republicans kind of did it too with these Trump bucks. And then I want to kind of talk about Trump and the Defense Production Act poll he played. Or poll he played. He played. He pulled a play. I don't know what I was trying to say with that. But he forced the meat processors to reopen despite local pressure despite the unions telling them not to because there was a bottleneck happening and we were starting to face a shortage we we're seeing some very interesting things we're going to talk about that as well you can email me matt at howtobuildatent.com find me on all the social media sites how to build a tent including marco polo which man i have to say there's been things that i've tried to push tried to start and they failed that's cool they haven't been successful but this we already have 15, 20 people on there sharing the stories, talking. I'm telling you, you have to get on here. It is so cool because it's not about me. <laughs> you get to see other listeners and talk and hear about their stories and get to talk with them and hear from them as well. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to have a video. But, man, it's been really great. It's been really encouraging. I've been loving hearing, getting to know you guys. And I think that's one of the things that I just absolutely love the most about it is I get to actually hear from you. This is like a one-way conversation most of the time. Like I try to get you guys to email and tweet and all that stuff. 
but I actually get to see you and hear from you as well. So that's pretty great and pretty cool for me. So uh, do me a favor and go do that. It's free. Not a scam. Someone emailed me and asked me if it was a scam. Promise you, it's not a scam. If I say it on the show, it's not a scam. All right, I was having some people on Twitter the last couple days uh, giving some pushback for Trump forcing companies to open again. And I'm a little kind of um, perplexed by that, quite honestly. I, I Is there not any reason for the government to force businesses to work? I think about Ronald Reagan did it with the unions for airports. The airports need to get back up and running. But if there was ever a reason why we needed the government to have the authority or the president to have the authority to force people back to work, I would think it would have to do with our food and supply chain. Now, it's a very strange, strange thing to think about, especially from someone who's free markets, is why would you have to force somebody to work and make money? Why would you have to force a business to open up again. And honestly, the only reason that workers or I should say the businesses aren't wanting to open up is for non-free market reasons. See, these processing plants are being influenced by local governments being told to stay home. You're not essential. That's one of the things that he was doing here with this um, action that he did was he made them a critical, um, uh, what, is they, what do they call it? It's a um, critical infrastructure, part of the country's critical infrastructure is what they called it. And he was saying that, hey, you are critical, which I don't know why they weren't critical <laughs> in the beginning in the first place. But the only reasons that a business would not want to be in business and not be open is not for free market principles. And they're going to send masks and they're going to send, they're going to be also sending them um, some other PP personal protection or whatever they call it. But they are being influenced by unions and they're being influenced by local officials, which most likely are Democrats trying to make Trump look bad because who in their right mind would say that it is for the public health, um, for the health of the economy, for the health of the public, that we don't get food. That that this is one one you know you got to love the false choices. You're choosing cold cuts over people's lives. What are you kidding me? I've already started to see people starting to hoard and ration and stock up on meat because of the threats. Tyson Food had to put out an ad in the newspaper, which also reminds me of where they had, I forgot the position of what the name is, but the government who's in charge of farming and all that stuff to make sure the food supply is up and running. They said last week in one of those press conferences back when they had them that uh, there was no concerns with the food supply. Now, I understand that you shouldn't be up there and saying there's a big threat in the food supply. I mean, that's not really responsible as a leader, but you don't have to lie about it either. So I think that's really a a sad moment for the Trump Trump executive branch because you shouldn't lie to us ever. And when you do that, well, it, mar- it makes me think more and more that what you're telling me is lying and not true as well. 
So if you don't want to tell us the truth, then don't say anything at all. So I thought that was a really sad thing um, for Trump to allow his his reports to do to him. But it's okay because... Economic intercourse. It's okay. Just have a good laugh. Don't be sad that the Trump campaign was lying to you, that there wasn't a problem. But anyways, with all that to say this is I'm glad he did it because we need food. If there was something that the government needed to make a crucial necessary business, a necessary product, it's our food supply. And I'm glad that bottleneck is taken care of. And all that to say is that this is another impact, another side effect of the government's using poor data and poor judgment to shut down the economy in the first place. It never should have been done. Now we're going to go talk about, we're going to show you a Joe Rogan clip where he defeats himself in his own argument. And I'm seriously, like I cut the clip to make it more efficient. I'm not taking anything out of context. I'm not taking anything out of order. It's really interesting. Um, but before we do, we're going to talk to you about Kingsman Grooming products. Go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com. Put in HGBT in a memo field. You'll get a sweet discount, 25% off right now for this month only. Get tons of beard products. There's grooming products. There's aftershave, pre-shave, lotions, oils, tattoo care, all those things, leather products. They're a Christian company, small business that love the Lord, give high-quality products. Go over there, get a discount. Put in HGBT, kingsmangroomingpros.com. All right, let's get into this. Joe Rogan clip. He's talking with Tim Poole, who is an ex-reporter or is still a reporter, does investigative journalism, and he gets censored a lot. He talks about, um, I don't know, he talks about a lot of like censoring and social media and stuff like that. So this is the conversation. They're talking about universal basic income. And I bring up the clip not only just because I enjoy his show and I like talking about Joe Rogan because he has a lot of interesting guests and he has a lot of interesting perspectives. But Nancy Pelosi is trying to push that, like I said earlier in the show. So we need to be aware of the arguments and have good counter arguments. And I think Joe has both in this. <laughs> he has a great um, counter argument to his argument. So let's get into it. We need to be concerned with. I think I think the idea of universal basic income is wonderful. The idea that your your needs are taken care of in terms of food and housing. And then everything else you got to do on your own. So this is what he wants. He wants food and housing to being taken care of. But everything else you do on your own. <laughs> all those other things you know you can food and housing but it's interesting is how do you know like what kind of house do you get and how much food do you get and when does that change and does it change by location does it change by area like i live in i lived in hawaii for two years the food there is more expensive than it is here and then also think about this think about this for a second you know when uh minimum wage goes up prices go up and inflation happens. Just imagine what happens with universal basic income. I would venture to guess that when we have, and I say when because I'm sure it's going to happen. I have no faith in our government ever becoming more conservative. When it happens that we have universal basic income, I bet prices will increase on all the products that poor people usually buy, fast food, uh, all those other kinds of things. I bet all of those prices will increase to a point where it is net zero or negative. That is, things will increase farther more than what you've been paid. Because when demand increases, prices will increase. And what is one of the two required things you need in demand? 
ability. Willingness and ability. That's what you need to have demand. If you don't have both of those, if you just have the ability but not the willingness, you don't have demand. If you have the willingness but not the ability, you don't have demand. You have to have willingness and demand. And what happens when poor people have more money? Well, demand goes up because their willingness is there. And now they have ability a little more. And then there's going to be the people that are selling. They're going to be, oh, hey, I'm starting to run out of these products and services. I need to increase my prices. And that's how inflation happens. And that's the vicious cycle. Oh, that's one of the ways that inflation happens. I think I don't think uh, natural inflation, whereas the market in market driven inflation is really a thing right now because of globalization. But I guarantee you when you start giving off cash to everybody, thousand dollars at a time, however much it is, you're going to have inflation. I guarantee it. All right, Joe. So what do you say to this? Not be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. There's a lot. Look, the, the, this is what was attractive about universal basic income to me. What if we all agreed that some semblance of dignity is a part of being an American. And then we will provide you with food. We will provide you with housing. Everything else you have can earn. And that's interesting. I, I that's interesting. I like that. Okay, we're going to get into the counter argument in a second. But first, I wanted to draw the contrast between a Christian and an atheist. Joe is an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. Or at least he's agnostic. Doesn't doesn't really have you know, a religion he ascribes to. Definitely not Christian. See, he thinks you can find dignity in your work. But as Christians, we know that dignity is found in Christ alone and not in our work. And so these are how the arguments get played. You don't want people to have dignity. You want people to go around and not have any self-esteem. That's the atheist argument. When a Christian says, no, your identity is in Christ, who you are, the self-respect you have, the value you have is solely in who Christ said you are. And the work is your responsibility. That is your obligation to take care of yourself, to take care of your family, and to bless others that are less fortunate than yourself and who God leads you to provide for. That's a completely different mindset. And just another reason why this show is important to me is that we need more Christians with the Christian mindset to counter this argument. Or we're going to continue rolling out policies like universal basic income, Medicare for all, and all these things because it's about dignity. It's human life. And this is how you find it. And being healthy, being taken care of, your, or being American, being able to have food, being able to have shelter, being able to have all these things. That's not where you find identity, Joe. Sorry. It's only in Christ and Christ alone. People don't work well when they don't have to. Exactly. When people don't have an incentive, and the competition is important. And when you look at people that are anti-capitalist, and they're, they're really into socialism, one of the things you find is a lot of rich kids. You do find a lot of rich kids that are socialists. That is very true. And you also find a lot of rich people that are socialists. Funny how that works. Did you see, he <laughs> defeated his own argument. See, the thing is, is people don't work well when they don't have to work to survive. They need to have that competition. They need to have that desperation. So universal income isn't going to give you dignity. It's not going to help society. It's not going to make people better off. It's not going to help people get ahead because you're taking away a mechanism, one of the most important mechanisms, food and shelter, to drive people to compete, to drive people to better themselves, to provide value to the economy. 
Otherwise, you're just stealing from other people to give it to these lazy people who don't want to try and who want to have everything handed to them. And the rich white people are going to be the ones who control it all. And I say white because later on in the episode, they talk about how it's all white people. Those are the people they say are the socialists. Those are the people that want control. The people that are for socialism or want government control to take from those who have provided value to an economy and take it to those who have not. It's dangerous. It's destructive. And we need Christians with a Christian worldview, a biblical worldview to rise in the ranks in politics, in podcasts, in business, in entrepreneurship, in every area of life so that we can set the example and set the standard. Because right now it's the Joe Rogans of the world who have no wisdom because they do not fear God. So let's go out, be successful, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.